0: We can I buy a car from 1983 or should I just be like? like <laughs> you no. could, you yeah, could. This is a classic piece. Don't, yes, you could. you could. Why would you want to do that though? <laughs> you know, my son loves really old cars, mm. so maybe I'd like buy it just so that he can do it up. But mm. I mean, it's not something that I should really be buying to be using on the road, is it? No, of course you can. I mean, they're pretty... from 1983, dude. There are. Classic cars out
1: there that are even older than that. What you would be worried about, though, is the technological advancement between the cars from 1983 (laughs) to what we've currently got on the road. (laughs) Look, you've got 70s Beatles out on the road. Oh, yes. But remember, they don't have, you know, the same technological advancements as the cars that are on the road now. So you don't have
0: things like airbags for Mm -hmm. instance and I don't know if you can even call that a technological advancement And, and, and I think when was the safety belt introduced was it the 80s
1: um Yes, I think it was the. No, it was before. Then. Was it before? It was the before 80s? then, but I can't remember exactly yeah. which okay.
0: one. Yeah, yeah. So at least, at least I'll have a safety belt. You will have a I'll safety have, belt. I'll have a yes. safety belt in the car. We are discussing uh, what to look at and what are the pros and cons of between buying a new or a used car. And if you are buying either one of the vehicles, what are the type of things that you should be looking out for? Um, give us a call: zero eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. That's 0891-104-207. You can also SMS us four zero nine three eight or four zero nine three eight SMSs on charged at one round 50 both we and myself are on social media so hit us up on Twitter or you can hit us up at SAFM radio use that all important hashtag off the pitch you, let's start off with right. a new car mm-hmm. now In my mind, the benefits of buying a new car, obviously, is nobody else has driven it. Okay, So it's a a clean slate, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be sure that it's got different warranties, different whatever, guarantees from the manufacturers, Mm -hmm. because it's out of the box. That's the term. It's a new relationship altogether. It's out of the box. (laughs) But from a con perspective, what I'm thinking is that it's so much more expensive than buying a car secondhand because of the depreciation value that hasn't quite been paid off yet in in interest and Mm -hmm. all the rest of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So if I am buying a new car, what else are some of the pros that I can be looking at? Well, you mentioned um, earlier about the
1: uh, after-sales parts. Yes. So your warranties and your service plan is all encapsulated in your price when mm-hmm. you're buying the car. So you don't have to worry about that for X number of um, kilometers or, or X years. number of years, yeah. depending on you know, what car you buy from which manufacturer. So that's, for me, one of the most important things. Con like you said, the minute you drive out of, out of the dealership, it depreciates. It, yeah, it's mm. already like kaching gone. Gone, <laughs> you know, you haven't even gotten home yet. Um, then from a con perspective, yes, you've got that whole. I don't think there's anything wrong with buying a new car. I love buying. I would love to buy a new car. Okay? I haven't had to buy one for a couple of years, yeah. but. Um, you need It's something that you need to do to satisfy, you know, that emotional box. You've got to tick that box. You've done it. You're looking at me like I'm talking Greek. You need to have bought your own. There's a new car smell, smell that's yeah. associated. You're the first person who's driven it. It's all about you. It's you and this car. That's why I called it a new relationship. Okay. So for me, there's an emotional you know attachment, attachment to, to that. Um, from a cons perspective, yes, it is going to be much more expensive. Um and if you're buying, particularly like say over the past like five years, cars are being um, modified much at a much quicker rate mm-hmm. than they were, you know, in, in over ten years ago. So you might have your car for two years and already there's a new model or a facelift or whatever. That's going to give you a little bit of FOMO because you're going to feel <laughs> a little bit left out because now all of a sudden your headlights are not as fancy as the one that just drove past, past you, that, you.
0: Yeah, And it's the same car. And it's the same car. <laughs> and you like bought yours 12 months ago. I, 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 also, I don't understand this language, so you're going to have to unpack it to me. What is res- residual? What is a lease? And, and then there's, you know, all these other things like, I don't know. Let's off so for that. Let's talking about the contract. Yeah, yeah, when, when you when you're buying a car, is yeah. it is it worth buying it on residual? You know, and then there's a balloon payment. I don't know what that is. And then you know all of this all this sort of lingo, What should I be looking out for?
1: Um, you know the, the 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 financial part of things gets very emotional for different people with different manufacturers and the different types of cars. So if I can just take a step back and say, before you look at buying a car, understand why you're buying a car. To begin with What your needs are From that particular car And what is your Emotional
0: attachment yes. to Yes
1: Because When we talk about The emotional attachment You're not going to start Going into financial plans That do not suit Your yeah. lifestyle Simply because Your heart is sold You want to be The person Driving that red Drop top And you you know You've bought it In your mind And you cannot be Moved from it And that is a Very dangerous place To be in mm-hmm. So when you are Looking at the Financial um, deal Or contract That you're going to take Um For some people, putting in a deposit is a good idea because obviously it's going to lower your installments. For other people, residual or your balloon payment is when you have bought a car, but you're still going to have um, an amount to pay in to the bank at the end. A lot of people buy those type of cars for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Okay. That Residual or balloon payment system works for people who drive a particular number of kilometers. So you live across the road from, say, here is ABC and you work here every day and you're driving less than 10 Ks, Mm -hmm. you know, to and from work. Your um, financial structure with that financial plan is going to allow you to only drive, say, 20,000 Ks. For the entire year. Yeah, yes. All right. If you go over that, then you're basically in breach of the contract. financial contract. Okay. That's when you start getting penalized, et cetera. Now, people will buy an expensive car, buy a Maserati, um, on that type of financial plan with balloon and that kind of stuff, and forget in the interim that they're going to have to pay in at the end of the year or how many the kilometers, kilometers they can driving. actually drive. Yeah. yeah. And that's a big problem. So there is personally i don't want to do i don't want to go anywhere near residual and balloon and that kind of stuff i'm am a staunch believer in do what you can afford okay do you do what you can afford do not buy do not buy a car for your next-door neighbor at the end of the day remember that bill is coming is between you is it west bank standard bank whichever financier that love letter that they're sending you every month asking you for money is between you and that, it's got nothing to do with who saw you driving a drop top there's no, you know, show off or anything of the sort. It's it's you've really got to look at your own pocket and make sure that you can afford it.
0: Are there any pros to having a, a residual or a balloon payment?
1: Like I just said, if you are in a if you're driving short distances uh-huh. um, and you can actually manage that the, the the requirements of that contract, yes. If you're a salesperson and you're driving between here and Cape Town, no. you know, to sell, you know, a loaf of bread, no, don't do it.
0: Okay. Now another thing that a lot of people seem to be doing with with cars is, is that they seem to be taking a lease on a car. Mm. How did that work? Basically because you don't then you don't own, you don't it, own okay. the car.
1: <laughs> and once again it comes back to us as South Africans and the, the emotions that we attach to cars. Okay. So you want to own this car. It becomes and people erroneously call it an, an asset. It's, not, no, it's not an asset, it's a liability. No. Yeah. So when you're leasing a car, you basically Borrowing it from the bank, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're going to take it back over a certain period of time So you never get to own it Think about it, when you own a car, you are basically paying into it for 60, 72 months Depending on your, um, you know, financial structure And um, after that period, you own the car But let's be rational After 60 months of driving the same car Do you really still want to be driving the same car? Lots of people don't Mm. The honeymoon period of your new car smell And, like, this thing is bugging me now. (laughs) It's less than six months. That's the truth. Less than six months?
0: Less than six months.
1: And then you want to divorce. Then you want to divorce, but you can't because your financial marital structure does not permit it.
0: Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So you're gonna lose money because it takes it'll take you anything between eighteen and twenty four months to just pay off the interest on the car. Whoa! Before you start paying the actual amount on the car. So yes, your instalment is still the same or whatever the case might be, but you're still paying off. You know, the icing on top of that cake. You haven't started eating the bread.
0: So is a lease agreement something that you you would say there is a pro to it? If if you're not like somebody who attaches. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know significance to mm-hmm. owning something mm-hmm. yes so basically you're just paying to use the car you're never going to actually
1: own it your your uh, lease period is going to be shorter than it would be if you were trying to buy the car outright um, and yeah you can always you know your lease contract it's like i don't know how is the best way i can put it or like i um, having a contract for the phone yes and then you get an upgrade
0: that is a great way to put it yeah that's
1: because the best way i can think of i think it that
0: a lot of people actually think of it more in terms of of like it's buying a house because it's, after buying a house is generally your biggest Mm -hmm. financial investment. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people think of it as like, oh, you know, you're buying a house. So it's the difference between renting a house and Mm. buying a house. Mm. But what people don't seem to realize is that your car depreciates your house. Every day. It's not (laughs) the same. Every day. It's parked outside here, outside Radio Park, as I came into this car, as
1: I came here today. That car's already losing value. I mean, last week, uh, the car that I'm driving had, what is it? A thousand something kilometers on the clock. Yeah. Um, 1,200 and uh, five days later It's got, you know, 1.3 Because I, I, yeah, I move a lot (laughs) So the new car smell is also gone on your own It doesn't take six months No, it doesn't But remember, remember, I only have a car for a week At any given time So (laughs) my (laughs) new car smell and divorce Are much quicker than anybody else's Yeah
0: Okay, so Let's talk about second-hand cars, there, or, or should we say pre-pre-loved cars? Nobody likes second-hand. Pre, like, no girl. Um, yeah, I have no problems with these things. I don't put any value on these things. So when you're talking about pre-pre-loved vehicles um, and you're wanting to purchase one, what are some of the pros? Of buying a pre-owned
1: car well from a pricing perspective it's not going to be as expensive Mm -hmm. as buying a brand new car so that's the most obvious thing secondly most people who are buying pre-loved cars are buying generally buying slightly smaller right now the market trend is in buying cars that are more fuel efficient than you know the cars that are new and that are currently on the market a lot of people are downscaling yeah so um, that's one of the things that you'll also find is that um, This is a vehicle that has got, yes, history, or you'll be looking at making sure that the car has got, you know, maintenance history and all that kind of stuff. So you've got a bit of a track record um, on that vehicle. So if you're buying it, as you should be buying it from a uh, accredited, you know, dealership, dealership, then, you know, you're going to be basically safe with your purchase.
0: What are some of the cons that you'll be conned? That you'll be conned,
1: particularly <laughs> if you're not buying it from an accredited place because you don't know the car history. Not everybody's a mechanic, and um, some people are very clever in terms of how they're going to hide flaws. You know, for instance, opening the bonnet of the car, a lot of Anybody can just wash it yeah. and make it look new, but you don't know what to look for. Are the tubes, you know, not cracked? Um, you know, there are different things that you just basically need to make sure of. And buying a second-hand car is a little bit more, I think, emotionally
0: stressful because of the fact that you don't know what it is that you're getting, and you have to rely on the seller to tell you all about it. I, I want to talk about auctions um, and and you know buying vehicles in auction, um, but we'll we'll get to that just after this break. Okay. Imagine a life where every need is met, a life where you are in control, where knowing what decision to make is a fact and not a risk. Mancosa graduates don't just dream, they make it happen. Mancosa, Southern Africa's leading distance education institution. Final registration now open. For more information, visit www.mancosa.co.za or SMS Mancosa and your email address to 34745. Mancosa, dream it, we'll take you there.
2: A massive EFC title fight is set for 11 August at Grand West in Cape Town when the Las Vegas star Dave Mazzani takes on the hard-hitting champion Martin Van Staden. This weekend, we look back at one of Mazzani's pivotal fights against legend Chris Bright. EFC, every Sunday at 10 p.m. on SABC 3. Brought to you by SABC Sport. Off the Pitch with Lizette Khan.
0: It's 23 minutes after 8. If you've only just joined us, where have you been? The show started at 7 o'clock. The good news is, of course, that uh, the show carries on tomorrow. Even though I'm not going to be here tomorrow evening, uh, we will have a Sunday standing in for me or sitting in for me tomorrow evening. Uh, But please, please do join in on the conversation uh, because this is a great, great place to be on SAF. Now we are in conversation with William Pufu, driving in hills and we asked before we went to break, I asked a question about going to auctions. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, oh, I'm gonna get the deal of a lifetime, you know <laughs> these are, these are cars that people couldn't afford to keep and mm-hmm. the bank has taken them away and they're in great condition. Are those common misconceptions and can you actually get duped very easily at auctions? <laughs> Do you know that I found that you could
1: actually pay more for a car at an auction than you would? At a dealership. In a dealership yes, oh my If word. you're not careful. For me, it's a very, it's like shark infested waters. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be super, super careful. And most of the time, you don't get an opportunity to take a look at what that car is all about. Um, you're basically buying it on as is. What's that word? foot that's, that's the one. Mm-hmm. You're buying it, you know, as is. And you've once again got to trust that it is in order. So sometimes the car is not in order. They will tell you mm-hmm. when they list the pricing uh, on, in the catalog, uh, what is wrong with the car. Um, and you've got to, well, if you're going to buy it, you know that you're going to have to fix it. So you're not going to come back and say, hey, the carburetor doesn't work or whatever the case might be, because it wasn't working when you bought it and you knew it. Um, so for me, it's a bit of a gamble, but you do get some really good bargains there. Um, and I think it's about, it's almost like um, horse racing or gambling. It takes practice. To understand, to to know, to, uh, you know, what to look for, what not to look for. It's not like in a dealership. You're not going to take it for a test drive. You're not going to bring your uncle who knows cars to, you know, Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
0: So would you suggest that if, if, because you, you know, you're an adrenaline junkie and you kind of need risk in your life. You you mm-hmm. want to buy a car from auction that you go to a few before you actually I go to so. the pur- yes. do the purchase.
1: Absolutely. Go to a few. You get to understand the language. You get to understand how it's actually done. What's the process mm-hmm. from the beginning when you're putting your bid and just, the money's not coming back. You know, when you just
0: understand how it Hard actually works. happens before
1: you actually put your money in it.
0: Um, I've got um, an, an SMS that came in here that says SAFM. Ha 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 ha. But ladies, in my collection, I I'm having a 1968 uh, VW microbus. It's worth 150 thousand today, and it goes up every year. This is JJ <laughs> from JJ <laughs> for us. Well, yes, JJ, he's got a, a vehicle that, as the uh, VW slogan
1: goes, "People who love cars or the cars that people love, love." Yes, people love. so yes, no, that car is in demand. That's a, that's that's one of the original family mover, you know, cars. And I think he's got a lot of emotion, emotion and, touch, yeah, yeah. and you know uh, memories, you know, in that vehicle.
0: But there's not a lot of those sort of cars out there, are there? Which
1: is one of the reasons that the value for his particular car, I'm sure every time he parks it in a shopping center, should he take it out, everybody's like, "Ah, oh, don't you want
0: to sell me this car?
1: He's probably tired of that and just putting a sticker on the car saying not for sale, <laughs>
0: don't ask. I, I think the other question that I have when it comes to, you know, buying um, pre-loved cars is, is that I often look at my car and how I treat my car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people will say, only had one driver, but you know that driver might be like me, who who drives like I got my license at the taxi rank. So like, what did you just How? say? You drive like what? <laughs> you know, honesty is always the best policy. All I'm saying is that you know somebody might not have looked after the car. So yes, it might have gone for its regular services. Um, it might only have seventeen thousand on on mm-hmm. the clock. Um. Is there a way if you're buying a second hand vehicle to to test? Do you go for a oh, test yes, drive and do all that sort of stuff?
1: Absolutely. Remember, second hand market is quite wide. Mm-hmm. You're not always buying it at a dealership. It could be private. It could be online. There's so many different ways in which you could buy a car. In fact, you could buy anything these days. If I can go back to your point about the one driver, everybody always looks for that little old lady who owned the car before because they assume that little old ladies, you know, don't race around from traffic light to traffic light. Yeah, <laughs> that little old lady isn't me. That's what they're thinking. Well, you know, they're thinking that the car. And in most instances, they're right, yeah? Mm -hmm. Um, But, yes, you do... You are able to check the car out. You are able to take it to a, uh, uh, you know, the guys who test cars, like the AA, for instance, oh, okay. to make sure that it's all roadworthy. Everything is mechanically sound. You get a certificate that says, you know what, before you buy the car, everything was actually working. Uh, you do get to take it for a test drive. I think, be it with a private sale or even, you know, in a dealership, so you do get treated almost the same as if you were buying a new car. But obviously, it's 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 not a brand new car.
0: And then, of course, VIN numbers and all that sort of stuff. This everything thing has
1: to check to, uh, check out the police clearance all that kind of stuff yeah
0: because oh. you don't want to buy a stolen car. No, no,
1: no. Yeah, no, definitely
0: not. Well, thank you so much. My really, pleasure. Really and thank it. you
1: very much for having
0: me once again. Looking forward to our chat next week. Please uh, do hit us up on Twitter um, if you have any questions when it comes to motor vehicles. Our uh, Motoring Guru uh, will give us all of the details. Uh, give us a... Well, hit us up on Twitter. We're at an SAFM... and un- oh, if Radio. <laughs> I'm at Lizzie underscore Khan. You can also send us an SMS on four zero nine three eight four zero nine three eight If you would like to ask some Thing. I think you know the guys are jumping up and down cuz there's a, a tweet that came in that says um uh I I have a Land Rover Evoque how reliable is that car and what about fuel consumption Now first of all I would like to say a Land Rover Evoque has those flowers on the inside don't they <laughs> Isn't isn't that the car with the flowers on the inside Um not on the, in, on the uh, yeah like America. it's the girly girly Land Rover that they tried okay. to make for the female market. Yeah, Am I not? All right. Okay. Yes, but I didn't know it had flowers in it. But carry on. So I don't <laughs> know why you're buying that car to begin with because it's not a real Land Rover in my mind. Is it a? It, it is a okay. real
1: okay. Land Rover. I've gone Bundy bashing in that field. Serious? Okay. Yes. So tell me about
0: fuel consumption proper, and tell me is it reliable? Of course, it's reliable. I'm not
1: quite sure why the question would come up. Particularly, I'm a little bit conf- confused because I think the 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 person said that they already have it. Yes. So, so they said
0: that they that um. It's second hand, yeah. and it's giving a lot of electrical problems. Um, and they're saying that you should buy one with a maintenance deal so that it can be yes. covered when the problem stops Absolutely, any car that you're buying, be it second hand, be it
1: brand new, whatever. So not secondhand pre-loved, pre <laughs> car. Make sure that you've got your warranty or your maintenance plan, your service plan, in as much as you can afford to have one, because that will come back and bite you. You know, later on, you don't want to have to pop out a whole lot of electrical problems in a car can be expensive, like really expensive. So I'm not quite sure what, how the circumstances about this particular um, listener getting a car that was pre-loved and then having these kind of problems. Um, it will also depend on perhaps how it was driven, maybe in rain or something. Mm-hmm. If you went through, um, you know, deep water, deep water, that kind of stuff, that'll mess up your electri- your electronics. Um, but from a reliability perspective, I mean, Land Rover has got a good track record mm-hmm. or as good a track record as any other car manufacturer when it comes to service, to parts, to deliveries and that kind of stuff. So, I think it would be for me one of an isolated case. I've never heard too many cases about uh, that particular vehicle in this particular instance from a fuel consumption point of view. Um, personally, I think that it is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't want to drive that car again after my test period that I've had it in. Uh, I found it. Way too high for my for my um, personal liking. So yeah, for me, that's not a car
0: that I'd want to drive on a daily basis. Especially with petrol having gone up twice Shoot. a month, month. Tell me about uh, it. We've also got a caller on the line who uh, wants to have some more information. Now, obviously, looking at um, you know looking at cars and looking at all the different things, fuel consumption is something definitely to be taken into consideration when you're buying a new Absolutely. car or even a pre-owned car.
1: Absolutely. Look, from a mechanical point of view, uh, we have spoken about you know making sure that your car is. Service and that kind of stuff. If your car is not mechanically sound, it will use much more fuel than it would if it had been, you know, serviced mm. regularly. Because your engine is going to have to work that much harder in order to propel the car forward. Which obviously you're going to feel that in your pocket through your fuel tank. Um, Do
0: secondhand cars use more fuel than the new cars, from a fuel consumption perspective?
1: No, okay. it's it's about the actual vehicle, it's about the engine size um, of that particular, you know, car that you have. and how it's been serviced. One of the most important yes, one of the most important things that we cannot forget when we're talking about fuel consumption is how you drive. Yeah. If you are a racer chick person, you're going to use much more fuel even if the fuel consumption is not supposed to be that
0: high. Okay. We've got Pat on the line. Pat, thank you very much for calling in on off the pitch. How can we help this evening?
2: Ah, good evening. That's a great show, man. Uh, I I Thank you. Hi, Pat. Thank you. Yes, I want to chip in on the issue of Range Rover. Yes. You know, I know it was out of sense of humor that said it's a car with flowers. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, it did, did surprise me. I've got a issue of having BMW. Currently, I've got a G3.7 LTD. My wife went for the car to you connected the set with flowers. <laughs> it surprised me because I'm in East London and my family, my wife, is in Devon. Yeah, we did something. I did travel with my which is petrol 3.7 Ltd. Oh LTD. The, the fuel went to four comma eight. <sighs> my wife traveled from Devon to East London. Two and four. So it was only one comma two. Yeah. So we are comparing these two. Mm. One thousand two hundred two and from so from KZN to East London and myself from here <laughs> to Devon. It's four comma eight. So. Mm. Practically, it's only positive. No, it does uh, fuel. Yes, of course, for electrical, it does come out, but uh, Mm. it's on warranty. So I would discourage somebody looking for that in terms of fuel consumption (laughs) and also in terms of its balance on the road. Oh, I yeah. thought I had my BMW for a long time. It was a desk on the road. But wait until you have those, you have those Range Rovers, they really keep, keep their balance on the road. If I may, no if matter I, how bad the weather is, is.
1: Pat, if I may just pitch in, and I think Lizette and, uh, Pat has raised something that we actually didn't mention. Mm. We've also got to take into consideration uh, not just your driving style, but where you're driving as well. Yeah. Pat is talking about long distance driving. Mm. So immediately you're talking about long distance driving, your fuel efficiency is going to be more or less um, moderate. But, it's yeah. going to be, you know, if you're driving in town your fuel consumption is going to be higher than that so from a uh, fuel consumption point of view talking about that particular Evoque, when i said that i found it pretty high it was simply because i had a big engine and i was driving around town so if i had gone to durban or some other long distance Mm -hmm. then you know that the the fuel you know would have been um, moderate moderate i think that's what you're saying nepet
2: yeah, yeah. So that's exactly that. But oh, look at this difference. 4,8. 8, 8, 8, it's huge. It's and then one, 1 2. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's
1: yeah. very yeah.
2: big difference. Yeah, but thanks, man. It's a great show. But what amazing. Can I say something? I'm not <laughs> that young as at your age. It's <laughs> so amazing how efficient you are at your age. You can know more about cars. <laughs> no, thank you, Pat. But then <laughs> oh, I love, I, I like, like I like Pat. He assumes so that, he that I'm young. Funny, thank you so, so much, depressed. Pat. But then, <laughs> thank you uh, Pat but, but did, did you do anything do with, with engineering myself for 30 years I made the Institute of learning we do have engineering and of later see more ladies in this space Yay. of motor engineering so I also from that girl seem to know the analysis of the car <laughs> as if you uh, I don't want to say as males as if you are some of our boys <laughs> up no 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 I did it. this is all what organic just,
0: she just loves it this is what she lives <laughs> it's what she does every single day thank you very much thanks much. Pat really enjoyed that thank you very much and thank you very much for listening to the show happy that you're enjoying it we thank you so much for tonight's interaction see you, yeah. next week. see you next week um, and uh, we've got of course still okay we've still got a lot to talk about it seems lot one person says laughed out loud after hearing that uh, what we said about fuel consumption i'm afraid i won't buy it i'll have to stick to my favorite car brand i don't know what that favorite car brand is mm-hmm. but yeah we you've changed a lot of people's mind about buying the flowery car because of the fuel <laughs> consumption now i'm actually going to say goodbye <laughs>